You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with a little Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration for you from our latest book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Think Positive, Live Happy. Today, I want to talk about one of the two key traits that you need in order to be happy, and that's gratitude. What I love about gratitude is that you don't have to be a naturally grateful person. This is a character trait that you can actually add on, and it only takes a little practice to make it part of your life. There aren't many character traits like that, right? Ones that you could just add on or get better at, but this is one. And it's so important because if you're not actively noticing all the good in your life, how can you be happy? And how much better would your life be if you were counting your blessings? You'd see the world as a rosier place, and your interactions with other people would be better too, because everyone responds better to a happy, upbeat person than an unhappy, grumpy person. So this new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Think Positive, Live Happy, is the one where Deborah Norville collaborated with me, and she's done a lot of work on the power of gratitude to change your life. She's read the science behind why gratitude works and how important it is for us to incorporate it into our lives. And today, I am sharing two stories that illustrate so well the power of gratitude. And I think they may give you some good ideas that you can use on yourself or your family. In the first story, Scott Kaufman tells us that he had been prone to depression. He was always discontent with his life, always comparing it to other people's. And everybody always appeared to be more successful than he was, at least to him. And he would feel like he wasn't achieving his full potential. Then, in 2008, he started going to a church that had an evening service on the Sunday before Thanksgiving. And they always did two things at that service. They had a food drive, and they talked about something called the list. The food drive was what you might expect, although really big. The week before, the church put paper bags beneath each seat, and then people took them home, took them to the grocery store, and filled them with food. Then they brought them back to this special pre-Thanksgiving service, and those filled grocery bags covered the steps at the beginning of the church, which was more than 50 feet across. The other thing was the list, and this really made an impact on Scott. In the church bulletin, he had seen a page with blanks numbered 1 to 100. At the top, it said, Lord, I thank you for, and then you were supposed to fill in the 100 blank spaces. Scott wondered how he could possibly find 100 things to list that he was thankful for. But he tried, and to his surprise, he completely filled in the list of 100 items in just four minutes. And then he stuck the church bulletin back in his pocket, and he forgot about it. Until a few days later, when he was feeling sorry for himself again for no good reason, 
And he remembered that list, and he found it in his pocket, and he started to read the 100 items he had written down in such a hurry, and that changed his perspective. Scott says, I found myself laughing and crying at the same time. I started to realize that not only did I have a lot to be thankful for, but that the things I had written on that list defined me as a person. They brought out my talents, hobbies, passions, faith, people who had a great impact on me, and so much more. Now, some of the items on Scott's list were big, important parts of his life, and some were pretty random, like hot sauce. But he loves hot sauce, and he pours it on everything, so why shouldn't that go on his list of 100 things he's grateful for? Because it is those everyday pleasures that help to keep us positive and happy. Scott says that he carries that list with him every day now. And if he's having a bad day, he pulls out the list and he takes a few minutes to be mindfully grateful. He says, choosing to have an attitude of gratitude has made me more than happy. It has filled me with joy. Happiness is a feeling that comes and goes, but joy is an attitude that can be cultivated. It's like gas in the tank of my soul. After the break, we'll talk about another very effective way you can cultivate the gratitude habit through journaling. Scott made a list and carried it around with him, and we also find that many people like to make a short list every day in a journal. Whatever works to help you keep your attention focused on your blessings is the right method for you. In Mary Potter Kenyon's case, it was journaling. Now, she's a certified grief counselor, so she knows that no one wants to be told how to grieve. So journaling might not work for everyone, but she shared this story for people who this might work for. In her case, writing down what she was grateful for was very helpful in the days right after her husband died. And here's what she was grateful for even in that dark time. And now I quote from her story. First item. My sisters rushing to my side when they heard the news. Second item, my daughter Emily's inexplicable compulsion to hug her dad and proclaim her love every day for the previous three months, a compulsion that had concerned both of them, but now was a blessing. Here's her third item, a lapsed life insurance policy that was reinstated just 27 days before her husband died. Her fourth item was the five and a half years she'd cherished with David since his cancer, a period when their marriage was the best it had ever been. And finally, her fifth item, she says she was grateful for recent conversations I'd had with my husband about what he'd want me to do if he died before me, a topic we hadn't seriously discussed before, not even during his cancer fight. Then, as the weeks went on, after her husband's passing, Mary found additional blessings in her life, and she added them to her daily journaling. It's been seven years now since her husband's death, and she has filled seven more journals in that time. Sometimes she revisits that first one, and she marvels at how even during those darkest days, she could find something to be thankful for. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Think Positive, Live Happy. We'll be sharing stories from the book in our daily newsletter as well. So if you want to have a free story delivered to your email inbox every day, go to chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button 
and there you will see a button that you can click to sign up for our newsletter. I'll be sharing two dozen stories from our Think Positive, Live Happy book on the podcast, so keep listening for more of them and scroll back to past episodes to hear the ones that you might have missed. Come back for our next episode to hear two stories from our all-new book called Angels All Around. It's about angels and miracles, and in the case of these two stories, what we like to call divine coincidences. Divine coincidences.